you don't want to miss Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda. I'm Linda Davis. A little bit about myself before we get started. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love seeing people walk in the abundant freedom God desires us to walk in. So grab a cup of coffee and join me today as I talk about the choices we make. And how does that line up with our for such a time as this? How does the choices we make line up with us not missing our moments? Notice I said moments there because we have seasons and moments in our life, right? Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I know the plans plural, that I have for you. He doesn't have one plan for us and the moment we've missed it, forget it. We might as well just throw in the towel and sit on the couch and not do another thing for the Lord because we missed our moment. No, he has plans for us. Let's not miss the moments that God designed us to walk in for ourselves and for those around us. And for some people that we'll never meet. So the last few weeks, and we've been talking about Esther, but the last few weeks, I have two previous podcasts that maybe you might want to go listen to. They're really not that long, 15, 20 minutes. One is called For Such a Time as This. And the next one is called Don't Miss Your Moment. And they build up to what I'm talking about today, about the choices we make, because it all blends in together. How do we walk in our such a time as this? How do we not miss our moment? How do we do that? I I actually believe that deep down inside, nobody wants to miss their purpose in life. Especially, you know, if you walk with the Lord and you understand that he has plans for you, he designed you, he created you, he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. He said, I have purpose for Linda Davis to be on this earth. Fill in the blank, whatever your name is. I don't want to be, and I believe I said this a few weeks ago, I don't want to be at the end of the days and wonder, did I ever fulfill my purpose or purposes? as we were just talking. Did I miss it? Did I miss half of it? I want to know that I did to the best of my ability all God intended me to do. And I want you to do to the best of your ability all God intends you to do. That's the desire of my heart. For you to walk in complete freedom in the Lord because that's what he desires It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. It's the whole reason God sent his son down was for us to have freedom. And I want you to fulfill purpose. So how do we do this? How do we make the right choices? A few questions maybe you have all wrestled with. I've wrestled with them. How do we prepare? How are we the chosen, the willing vessel? 
I would more so say, how are we the willing vessel? Because there's a lot of chosen that do not step into what God intended them to step into. And I've said this before, and it's just how my mind works when I'm thinking about the things of the Lord, and I'm thinking about people that came before us and did mighty, amazing things for God. Like they are a part of biblical history. I always, and I I tend to lean towards the woman because I'm a woman, right? What, 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 What was she going through? Like, how did she make that choice? How did she stand like that? I love Esther. I mean, to me, her boldness, her courage in the face of fear is so powerful. She's one of my favorite people in the Bible, Esther. If I perish, I perish. You know who else reminds me of Esther? Mary, the mother of Jesus. I mean, she could have perished too. Those are probably the two women in the Bible, one Old Testament, one New Testament, that it's like, wow, how did you stand? How did you trust? In the face of fear, at the potential of losing every single thing in your life. I mean, what did Mary say? I'm way paraphrasing here. I don't get it. I don't understand what you're saying, angels standing in front of me. I mean, can you just imagine? I don't get it, but you know what? I'm going to trust you. So nevertheless, let it be unto me according to your word. I mean, can we possibly, possibly match up to Esther and Mary? If I perish, I perish. One is saying, and the other one is saying, nevertheless, let it be unto me according to your word. How did they trust at that level? How do we have that confidence and that boldness in the Lord? In the face of fear, I don't want you to miss that. I guarantee you. They both were very afraid. We make choices. We remain intimate with the Lord in a personal relationship with the Lord. We don't go through other people to have our relationship with the Lord. Now there's helpers. There's people that pour into us. There's people that, that maybe have a revelation in the word that we grab from that, but look, then we should go dig for ourselves. Like if you're listening to me talk about Esther, go open the word of God and read about Esther because you know what I promise you? I'm coming from a different perspective than you are, so I promise you this. You're going to get something different that I didn't even see. How awesome is that? That's what I love about the word of God. Like we can be reading, if you've been reading the Bible for more than a few years and you go back to a certain scripture and all of a sudden you're like, I never saw that before because you're in a different place, coming from a different perspective at a different season. Your heart needs a different portion of God's word. It's like looking at a diamond. 
coming from a different angle. It glimmers in a different way. But we also have to dig and understand the scripture and know the truth about what God meant. But I believe he breathes on a scripture for a season of our life. And he says, whoa, stop there for a minute. Don't read so fast by that this time. And he brings us revelation through his word. I love this scripture. Psalm 119. It's a very long psalm. And it is all about the word of God and how valuable the word of God is to us and how important it is for us to know and understand and have insight and revelation to the word of God. That's why every time I open the Bible, I invite the Holy Spirit who is described as our teacher. I invite him in, show me Holy Spirit, what I need to know in my reading today. And so in Psalm 119 verse 100, it says, I understand more than the ancients. Here's, here's the why. Because you think, why? What makes you so special? Nothing makes any of us so special, actually. It's all in how much we yield, how much we trust, how much we commit to God. Because he says here, Psalm 119 verse 100, I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts, your law. I have restrained my feet from, e- from every evil way that I may keep your word. I have not departed from your judgments, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. This is how we begin to have wisdom. This is how we know. We read the word. We're taught the word. We learn the word. We learn the precepts of God, the law of God. And when you say the law of God, you can't get all legalistic. It's just saying God's ways. What is right in God's eyes? We want to be that such a time as this person. We want to not miss our moment. We have to make the choice to walk in God's ways. Keeping his precepts, keeping his ways. What he intends restraining from evil in every way. That means some of us might have to change our circles. Some of us might have to change some of the choices we make. If you're wondering, you know God desires to use you in a particular area. You know he's gifted you, but it's not happening. You have to step back and say, where am I not keeping God's ways? Where am I not restraining my feet? If you jump all the way back to Psalm chapter one, which is one of my favorite Psalms, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, 
He meditates day and night. This is what keeps us. It's what keeps us. This is what pours blessings into our lives. Whose counsel are we seeking? We kind of talked about that back in the such a time as this and in the don't miss your moment. We kind of talked about how Esther took Mordecai's counsel. Mordecai, she was not unteachable. And not only was she not unteachable, she went to the right person to be led, to ask advice. That's so key. Don't just go to the one that's going to tell you what you want to hear. Seek godly counsel. Do not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners. Don't, don't hang with the people that are not walking in God's ways. And think you that you won't be influenced in some capacity. You will. Blessed is the man, the one that's making the right choices, is the one that delights in the law of the Lord. How? He meditates on it day and night. That doesn't mean he, we're sitting at a table with an oil lamp next to us, reading the Bible from 8 a.m. till 10.30 at night, and then we call it a day. No, it's just, you know, even when you're just driving around, just ponder on the things of the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Ask him his thoughts. Thank him for, you know, any beauty you see, any creative beauty. Thank him. Just kind of, you know, meditate on him day and night throughout your day. Stop and pause and think of the Lord. These are the ones that are blessed. These are the ones that make the choices to be in their moment and not miss it. These are the ones that make their choices to actually do what Esther did and say, if I perish, I perish. Or actually yield like Mary did and say, nevertheless. If we don't want to miss our moment, we have to make the choice to say, nevertheless. I don't get it, God. I don't understand this. I don't know why this is working out this way. But nevertheless, I'm going to choose to trust you in this season. And always have our ear listening, our ear open. Another verse that I really think lines up with what we're talking about today, about how do we make the right choices, the choices we make, they set us up, they prepare us for our such a time as this. They prepare us to have that courage, to have that boldness, to not miss our moment, even in the face of fear, to do what we know God is prompting us to do. And it's in Proverbs chapter 3. I mean, this whole Proverbs chapter 3, you want to talk about um, golden nuggets, keys, keys to abundant living. This chapter is full of them. And so I don't think I'm going to read the whole chapter, but Proverbs 3 is a great chapter to go through in your quiet time, your devotional time, and just, you know, check your own heart. Am I doing this? And when you're frustrated, maybe, that things aren't going how you expected or you planned them to go, this is a good proverb to go to, to check yourself. And it starts out 
Well, the title of it actually, you know, in some Bibles, there's a little title above a chapter. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. I guarantee you, Esther trusted in the Lord with all her heart. I guarantee you, Mary trusted in the Lord with all her heart. You don't take, we won't take a risk in our moment if we don't trust the Lord with all our heart. That's what causes us to do something. Even though just because you're afraid, just because you're a little fearful doesn't mean you're not trusting in the Lord with all your heart. It means you understand there's a risk here, but you're going to do it anyway. So it starts out in verse one, my son, do not forget my teachings. Exactly what we were talking about in Psalm 119, my precepts, my ways, the law of God, you know, how, how he desires us to walk out our lives, holiness, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. That never changes. So don't forget my teaching. Let your heart Keep my commandment. That's so key. Let your heart keep my commandment. Not your actions, not your brain. What's your, you know, it's like the little kid, right? The parents making them sit down, that little cartoon. And the kid's sitting down, but there's this little thing above their head. And it says, I may be sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. That is not letting our hearts keep the commandment of God. And it goes on to say in verse two, for length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. His ways are not to limit us and restrict us and punish us. They're to add to us. They're to give us abundant living. They're to cause us to walk in freedom. Verse three, let not steadfast love and, un- and sorry, let me start that over. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Again, the heart. It's always about the heart with God. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. This is why when Esther walked into the king and she could have had her head cut off, instead he extended the scepter to her. Because she walked in steadfast love and faithfulness. In verse 5, this is, this is a key right here to abundant living. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And something we talked about last week is right here in this next verse. Be not wise in your own eyes. Seek godly counsel. We read that in Psalm 1 just a few minutes ago. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. That was in Psalm 119. This is just really confirming, which is awesome. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. So powerful. We always have a choice. There is nothing in our walk with God that is not our choice. Now we don't, of course, control everything around us. We don't, but we most definitely control how we choose to respond. Do we respond like we are sitting 
at the table of the world, responding as the world would respond? Or do we respond like we are delighting on the law of the Lord? Responding as the Lord would have us respond. What are we doing? What's our choice? We have to always, and it comes down to this, we have to choose to trust in the Lord with our whole heart. And we have to choose to not lean on our own understanding. Is it easy? It's not easy. Can it be done? Absolutely can be done. Join me next week as we continue in this whole thought process of such a time as this, this whole thought process of not missing our moments. So today we talked about the choices that we make. Next week, we're going to talk to inspecting ourselves, right? The heart issue, it always comes down to the heart. We've got to inspect ourselves if we genuinely want to be that chosen vessel for God.